week, Mikey? Uh, tiring, man. The week was tiring. I don't know why, man. I was like, well, I say I don't know why, but I'm, I'm sure I, I could come up with a lot of reasons why, but I've just been tired. It's probably due to, uh, you know, the fact that I haven't missed a, a workout in almost 70 days now. I've been trying to cut down my calorie intake, so. <clears throat> What's the length of your workout? Uh, not long. It's not crazy. It's like uh, if I do the bike, it's 30 minutes. Um, my weights are about 45 minutes. But I scaled back the volume I was doing. I was doing a lot more volume at the start of the year with the weights. So I scaled that back when I started to notice that my, I wasn't hitting my lifts. Um, but still, it's about 45-minute weight workout. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, Wednesday, just an arm workout. So that's like 30 minutes. And then I come in, hit 30 minutes on the bike. And then Saturday and Sunday, I either do like a three-mile walk with the dog or I do 30 minutes on the bike. Actually, no, on the weekends, if I'm off, I'll do like 45 minutes. But all my workouts are less than an hour. But I think it's more the waking up every morning at like 435. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, with like I, w- I wake up, I, I consider... I- myself to wake up early i wake up around like 5 30 6 o'clock ish sometimes five i think anything before that unless you're going to bed around eight pushing that envelope of not yeah. having enough sleep you know what i mean yeah eight o'clock can happen though i mean i don't get home sometimes that's what i'm so, saying so after seven man that's that's exactly the point like yeah you show yourself a little bit of sleep and that sleep is your, what your body needs to <clears throat> to regenerate from the workouts yeah. tell you what though with the with the fasting i'm getting a lot more deep sleep now than i did in the past like you're going right to sleep no i always go right to sleep when i when i hit my bed <laughs> bro, I, when i hit my bed at night when i tell you i give everything to my days i give everything to my days bro like physically mentally like everything is in my day that when i lay down my my shit is on E, distance to empty says zero, and it's like <laughs> I put my head down and I am out. Bro. That's what I tell people all the time. We say they, they they got issues sleeping. I'm like, you just ain't doing enough in your day. Cause if, if you do shit in your day, by the time that nighttime comes, bro, your body can't help but fall asleep. Yeah, you right. That's some. <laughs> I mean, unless you're dealing with you know something heavy, heavy, heavy that your mind just racing. Sometimes that keeps you up, but for the most part. It's still, but I was going to say that too, but then I'm like, but you still end up going to sleep though. Yeah. Right? Like it, you, your brain shuts that off and it's like, hey, all right, we got to get this just a little bit at least. Because as a kid, I had issues sleeping. I would always be up to all hours really? of the night. Yeah. I used to always be aware. That's why now when I see my, my youngest is the same way. She has a hard time falling asleep, but you could tell it's just, she has too much energy. Like she can't. You know, you can't just shut that off. You got energy, you got energy. And that's how I was as a kid, because, you know, sitting in school all day, at the time, it seemed like that, you know, I guess based... No, no, no. I guess I guess based on my... Uh, see, Nick's missing some good shit here. But I guess based on my grades, it seemed like that was who I was. That I was, you know, um, like a... What's the word? Uh, intellectual person, you know? I wasn't the greatest athlete. I, I played hard, but I wasn't, you know, naturally athletically gifted you know so it, it seemed like that was who i was like i was gonna be like somebody who works behind a desk an intellectual person all this and that but as i age i realized 
I'm not. I'm a physical person. You know what I mean? Like, if it's nice out, I want to go outside. Like, I want to be outside. I want to be doing something. I want to be running something. Like, I, I need to physically be doing something. So all through my school years, when I was, you know, I was a student, you know, I wasn't doing, you know, kids don't do physical work because they're students. You know what I mean? Like, we ain't going into the factories and whatnot. And I think that's where, you know, my my inability to sleep came from. Like, I wasn't being you pushed to my physical. all of it off. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't burning off. And then once I started to get older and started doing a physical job and then, you know, me and my wife got the house and the kids and all that. And now it's like, yeah, I, I didn't have no problem sleeping. I had a problem releasing my energy is what I had, <laughs> you know, because now, you know, with the kids, with work, I got no problem yeah, releasing my energy, you. man. Sometimes towards the end of the day, I'm like, damn, I need like a half hour more of this energy. And this just ain't none there. Can't squeak it out. Finally had a good week, you know, uh, money-wise, yeah. but I had a fight me up. Mine, and I, I, tell, I fought for mine, too, but I got how, it. Tell me how Monday, I started Monday with 22 hours. What, what, what day your week go through? Monday. Oh, Monday through, through Saturday? Yeah. That's, Damn. That's, that's the money that they, that they didn't pay me the week prior. Damn. That I, I had to... That I had to come and talk to somebody and say, hey, where's this at? What happened to this? Don't Why you hate I get that? paid on this? Yeah. I was so tight. My my problem with it is it's hard enough to work on the vehicle that I work on. Right. But now I gotta chase my money. Yeah, I hate chasing my money. You know? It's not a good feeling. I don't like it. I really don't like it. And it really, really sways me in the opposite direction because that just tells me like you really don't care, you know? So that that was my Monday, and then I rocked out for the next two days. No, no, the next day, cause Wednesday was shot. I had to put a seat back together that was apart over a month, and the guy wanted to get his car. Yeah, cause sounds it was about there right. For over a month. Yeah, and then all of a sudden now it's a rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it was a, a he's here. How much longer? Yeah, yeah. I had something similar to that this week. We had a car come in on uh, Monday. <laughs> Got this homeboys on, uh, from Florida vacationing here in Jersey. First day in Jersey, hits a pothole so hard that it cracks his rim on the inside. Completely destroys his knuckle on a, on a Tacoma, a two-wheel drive Tacoma. Knuckle shot, tire shot, comes in Monday on the tow truck. Mind you, like first thing Monday morning. So I spend about... I want to say a good hour and a half, two hours, figuring out what it needs. You know what I mean? Like trying to see what's bent, what's not bent, what we can save, what we can't save. Guy has to call his insurance company. Oh. Insurance company doesn't show up till Wednesday. Gives the approval, right? Now we have to order all the parts. No, I'm sorry. It was Thursday he showed up. No, I'm wow. sorry. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday he shows up, gives the approval. All the parts come in Thursday. And now they're like, yo, the guy wants to pick up his car tomorrow at 9 o'clock. You be done? So I got one day. Best part is I couldn't e I couldn't even build, drive the car in. Build the car. I couldn't even drive the car in. That's how bad it was bent. I yeah, had it outside and no, I had it outside on a jack stand. Best part is tow truck driver drops it off so that the the uh the side that was affected is pretty much on the dirt. So now I'm working in the dirt. I don't know if you noticed, but Wednesday night it rained. So Thursday it was all muddy. So I'm sitting there in the mud taking his knuckle off just so I could bring it inside rebuild the new knuckle bring it outside and now i could drive the car in and now it's a rush because the guy wants to go back to florida on friday but as i'm getting ready to get all those parts another rider comes up like yo you sold this water pump 
and uh, alignment the other day. Um, she wants to pick it up by 12. Mind you, <laughs> I don't start till 9. And my man puts down 12 for when the customer wants it. It's a seven-hour oh. job. Seven-hour job. He wants it by 12. Yeah, so that was my Thursday, bro. That was my Thursday. But like I said, by the end of the week, you know, it proved to be a profitable week for me. But beat me yeah, up, man. Getting there, yeah, getting there. It's, it's, yeah, getting there was rough. Hard. Getting there was yeah. rough. But at the end That's, of the week, when you know, I flagged my time. I said, ah, oh, guess it. I guess it paid off. I guess it paid off. This running around that I was doing, getting smacked up. But yeah, and I was tired, man. I'm, I'm still debating, man, if I still want to uh, hit this bike it. today or go oh. for a run or. I mean, honestly, <laughs> this this business, man, this business just beats you down, bro. But it's like, what else it's we just, gonna do, man? I mean, it's the lack of consideration and how could I say this and the lack of reality expectations mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying you know yeah. what it is because it's they like, don't they don't see what we do right same perfect example right like when you go to a restaurant you get yourself a nice fancy meal and the meal comes to the table all you see is that meal you're about to chop into you know what I mean like yeah. you don't see what the chef just had to do on the back to make that come out you know what I'm saying? So you like, oh, this is good. You eat that meal in like 30 seconds, right? You're like, damn, this shit was tight. My man just spent like four hours between marinating, seasoning, cooking, mm-hmm. probably burnt his hand. But we don't see that, right? So same wow. thing. When we finish a big job and we bring DRO up, that like, wow, he got that done quick. You know, they don't see the, the 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 cut on your knuckle because you forced your hand somewhere that was tight instead of taking something off. You know what I mean? They don't see all the different tools you got to kind of sneak things through. They don't see you outside working. All they see is when you bring that all row up, that everything is done. So they don't they don't appreciate the struggle. You know, most of them don't. You know what? I got I got an idea. Got an idea, right? This is what we do for now on. The more difficult the job is, the more grease we put on the row. And maybe <laughs> they'll get they'll get a hint. Oh man, you know what? I like that. You know, what you know not even just you know what? when you get a cut, don't use a paper towel to, to clean it. Right under our robe, bro. Even better. Right, right under your robe. Just don't cover none of the words. That's it. <laughs> we good. No words, that, and no signatures. As long as they not covered. I love your all robe, all covered in red. I got cut. That's all the blood I lost during the job. <laughs> I, I actually like that idea. Yo. I like that idea. I'm, I'm, I might, I might start doing that. I might start doing that. Yeah, I like that. I'm still, oof. I still got a whole bunch of stuff ahead of me coming up. But, hey, I mean, it pays. It pays the bills. So, you got to do what you got to do. Unless you got an exit strategy already. I got no exit strategy. What happened to your brother? I have no idea. We about to have to hit the intro without him. Yeah, I can't even stay on. Stay on past 830 today. I got got a busy day, man. We got, uh. Some celebrations still going off. My daughter's birthday. We got church. I got to squeak in a shop right run, like in between church and the birthday party. Because yesterday I was tired, so I went right to bed, man. Same thing yesterday. We had um, my my youngest had uh, reconciliation for her first communion. So oh, nice. pretty much from um, what was it like uh, ten thirty till about four? I was in church because uh, they had the reconciliation and they had like a an event for the kids and a meeting for the parents. Um, then we did a quick target run to spend some of her birthday money. Then we came home for another birthday celebration. We had my family on Friday, my wife's family yesterday, and then today we got her friend's party. Um, so it just, it's been nonstop since Friday morning. You know what I mean? I went to work, came home, my house was full, you know, woke up, 
yesterday, did the church thing, came home. Within an hour of being home, the house was full. So. <laughs> and then I'm over here talking about, I don't know why I'm tired. Yeah. There's <laughs> a, a, a lot there. Yeah, there's no, it's been, uh, yeah, it's Even been a Even mentally, there's a lot. That's why but, today, uh, I, I woke up about 6.30, and I was like, you know, do I want to do the bike? Do I want to just do my, my gratitude journal, my readings? You know, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to work on my mental right now. And I'll see you later. Once the party's over, if the weather's nice, I might go for a run again. See yeah, I might try goes. to hit the, I might try to hit the road today. Get at least like two miles in, at least. I'll tell you what, though, I was shocked last week that I actually was able to hit that 5K the way I did. Yeah, I, I read that. I was like, wow. Yeah, I was just kind of going out, kind of way. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of went out. I wanted to just kind of enjoy the day and you know get that get that heart rate up. And uh, I hit the first mile. Felt good. Hit the second mile. I was like, you know, I'm just going to keep going. And I ran it nonstop. Ran nonstop. I mean, I didn't run it, you know, as fast as I was running last year. Yeah, last half speed, but I'm trying to ease into it, man, because I, I want to I wanna run for the long haul. Last year, I think I went a little too hard. My knees were like, nah, bro, you're not 30 no more, and you're not 175 pounds. Like, you can't be hitting us like this. You had, like, not, what was your splits? Your last year? Splits? Yeah. That, they were last crazy. Year, they were like nine minutes. I was gonna say nine minutes, but I ain't wanna lie on you. Yeah, there, there was, like, I think the exact like time twelve or something. Yeah, the exact so. time was um like nine and a half, like nine twenty, nine thirty-five. Um, but yeah, and I try yeah, to keep it between. Right. I try I to keep it between ten and eleven this time, and uh, I was able I to just, sustain that. But no, no stopping, just straight running. I didn't stop for a break. I just kept it, kept it steady, right at that speed. I felt it though. All week long, I felt it. My shins were hurting. My feet were hurting. That's the one thing I never had. Thank God. And I'm with the shin splints. Some wood right now. Yeah, it's shin splints. I've seen people go through it. Like especially when I was in the military, people used to go through it with the shin yeah. splints. Cause we used to run all the time. I mean, that was every day. Where I was at, it was a field artillery um, unit. So. Like, we didn't have nothing to do. There was nothing to do but train, right? Yeah. And fix broken shit in the motor pool for us mechanics. But as far as, like, the what they call them, the rocket jackies, there wasn't no rockets to shoot because there was nothing to shoot at, you know? You just did your quick little basic maintenance, and that was it. You was done. So we was running anywhere from 10 to 12 a day. Damn. We used to run. Just run. Six out, six back, five out, five back, you know? That was PT for us. So I was running like a damn gazelle. Like, <laughs> but, you know, it was something I didn't like to do. And when it's something you don't really like to do, really don't like to do it, you, when you don't have to, you ain't going to. Yeah. I remember those days, man. That's just, oof, that just threw me back. Yeah, and I always had issues with the shin splints, and it seems to be worse the heavier I am. So that's why I'm really like, I, I want to try to drop below 200, man. What is it exactly, though? It, that's like a soreness, right? Yeah, it's sore as hell. So is it where the two bones are moving? Like, I had I looked it up two, one right? time. There's the two bones down there. Yeah, and I looked it up one time. I don't remember what it is exactly, but it's something with the muscle on the, on the shin that um uh, something with like the pulling Flexing on the maybe. bone kind of, yeah Flexing but it, 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 it just feels like a real real soreness 
in your shin and like you feel it with every step you take but I, luckily i didn't feel it when i ran but i felt it you know as the days went on so i had to do a lot of stretching yeah hey, i was gonna say that sucks when you know when you attack because i mean you know, yeah you feet all day yeah so yeah, that's the only drawback about you know trying to have like these uh like goals and stuff as far as like you know running or hitting numbers in the gym and stuff like that and then have a physical job because you, you got to leave some there for work you know what i mean like i used to work with this one guy who was with me as a tech and then he ended up leaving and he ended up being a, a writer and uh, we worked out a couple times together and he always made it a point whenever he had a really good workout to text me every minor detail about it you know i, I don't know i guess you know one of those things <laughs> Unless I tell somebody it didn't happen. And uh, he's like, yeah, bro, I couldn't even walk. He's like, you got you got to try that. I'm like, bro, I need to be able to walk, though, the next day. He's like, oh, why are you being a punk for, man? Like, you got to give it your all. I'm like, yeah, that's all fine and dandy when you're a kid in high school or someone with an office job. I said, but my, like, I have to give some to work to be able to perform. I can't just put it all out in the gym. Like, what am I going to do for when I get to work then? You know what I mean? Yeah. But like it's tough when you're trying to hit certain goals, but then at the end of the, you know, you're like, all right, well, you know, I could run five miles today, or I could be able to work this week. Like, you know, what am I gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like anything, it's about no, finding you gotta, that. Yeah, you gotta make that, that balance. choice. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta find that choice. That used to be tough when I used to uh, run all that flag football because yeah. I can't tell you how many times I got hurt and I was at work hurt because I had to be there <laughs> with a brace on, with a boot on. <laughs> Damn, yeah, it matter. I not, don't matter. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's extracurricular. Yeah, and that's your curriculum. You don't be paying nothing. I just for our own, nah. you know, pride and ego. You read any good books this week at all? You got any time in for that? Yeah, and no, I always that's that's one thing I always make time for. I always make time for, you know, my mental and spiritual well being. Every morning. That's why I get up at four thirty. Because if not, I won't find the time for that. You know what I mean? I'm right now reading uh well, I've been reading the 48 Laws of Power since the start of the year. I read two laws a week. Um, that was a gift from uh, my niece's um, husband, uh, the guy who has the vegan spot, Ozzy. He gave me that um, as a gift, and it's really good. It's um, The only thing is, and the, the reason why I'm only reading like one or two, well, actually, I, I started with one, and then I'm like, if I read just one law a week, this is going to take me almost a whole year. And there's other <laughs> books that I want to get behind it. Does the other laws pretty in depth? Um, nah, I mean, each one is probably about four or five pages long for the most part. Some laws have like multiple laws within the law. Oh, um, see, but it's, it's basically from like the way the book describes it. It almost just shows like, obviously to become powerful, you're not going to be like, a nice guy right to, to be to, to to obtain power how most people see power is through gotta be a cut. little evil in you. you gotta be a little evil you gotta be a little cunning and you know and i'm big on what you ingest is gonna become you you know what i'm saying so a lot of the wording within the first few chapters or the first few pages rather make it seem like it, it went against everything that i kind of spent the past year <laughs> building <laughs> and, you know, between my time in, in, in the Bible, my journaling and the books I read and I'm reading this, I'm like, you know, as informative and as, you know, this may seem to be, I'm like, I could very, and it even warns you in the book is like, listen, if you're just reading this for fun, like be weary because the, the lure of power, um, can easily turn you. 
And right there, I was like, yeah, see, you know, so I, so what I do is I read two laws a week. Wait, um, so the, the book, the book had a warning. Yeah, the book basically warns you. Like, a, like, like this, Jumanji or something. Yeah, like, like, like this could possibly, you know, turn you into something that you may not be looking to do. Um, but I read it mostly more for the sense of, because obviously, if somebody wrote it, and this is a very popular book, a lot of people read it. That means there are people out there with this mentality. Yeah. You know, there's people out there that are using some of these cunning and deceptive ways to gain power. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, I'm reading it more as be weary of this. Like when you see things like this, know what's coming. Ah, uh, you know, as and, a caution. Mm-hmm. As a caution. But, you know, if you're reading this every day, like if this is your daily study, it could very easily sway you. And before you know it, you're practicing things that, really aren't within your belief system only because of how much time you're devoting to it so that's why i only devote two days to it i would devote monday morning and friday morning i start my week with a, with a law and i end my week with a law but towards the middle of the week um i read my other books so like right i always read at least two to three books at a time um because you know especially too a lot of books i read are the personal development books so you don't want to just read a chapter and then just keep on going because within each chapter they're giving you something to build on so once the one chapter is done, you want to give your time, you know, to to think it over, you know, to maybe put some of it into practice if you're able to. Um, so I always read more than one book at, t- at a time. Um, so, yeah, I'm reading now with that one. I'm reading a uh, a relationship book, which is pretty good. I told you guys about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, some of the uh, most of the stuff I've already started to incorporate that, you know, that I've gotten from other books. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's a good book um, for me personally. It's not like groundbreaking. I haven't read anything yet that I was like, oh, you know, I should I should probably try that. Like a lot of it was it's more just reinforcing and uh, reminding me of certain things, you know, that that need to be done in regards to a relationship. Um, and then I'm reading the Will Smith book, which I am really really liking. That's a really good book. Will Smith, uh, he's he's an interesting guy. So I, I read that book when I'm on my bike. Um, actually, I read it when I'm on my bike. Or like, let's say, like on uh, Wednesdays, I pick up my daughter from theater. And I have about maybe half hour to 20 minutes while I, I wait for her because the theater's near my work. So it makes no sense to drive home, to drive back there. So I just drive there and then I bring a book with me. So that's when I read, you know, Will or if I'm reading a fiction book at the time. Because at least at that point, you know what I mean? I'm sitting in the car. I don't have space for like my pens or my highlighters or my notebook. So I just kind of just, you know, bring a book that I could just mindlessly read and just kind of enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've always, I'm always reading something. Man. I'm always reading something. And then now, you know, we're in the season of Lent. So church gives out this, um, they call it the little black book. And it's like daily readings. Um, and it's cool because it, it has like, I, you know, it's a book. So it has two pages. Like when you open it, there's a, a left side and a right side. So the left side is normally some type of uh, historical fact. Um, like this morning, the fact was about the Sistine Chapel and Michelangelo painting and whatnot. And then on the right side, um, that's where they go with the biblical stuff. So they'll have, last year they did the gospel reading for the day as for the right side. And then a, a brief explanation of the gospel reading. This year's book, um, it has all parables, all the parables in the Bible. Well, not all the parables, but it has the parables of the Bible. Um, for the right side. So it has Jesus' parables, his teachings, and then a brief, you know, explanation of it underneath it. So it's pretty cool. Like it gets you kind of thinking. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. So, and then my mother-in-law got me another book 
uh, same thing. It's for the season of Lent. And that one's called Refle uh, Daily Reflections for Lent. And that one, it gives you two to three uh, readings to read on your own. And then it has a brief explanation of it. And then there's a meditation on it and a prayer on it. So it's kind of nice this time of year because, you know, trying to trying to get into it every day, into the word every day to keep me focused. Sometimes it's tough, man, because it's like, you know, you're reading the same things over and over at some point. You know, I mean, a book is an endless. At some point you start reading the same thing. So you kind of, you know, try to find new ways to, to get into it, new ways to dissect it. So it's always nice to have somebody else's perspective. And that's what I have with these two little books. So definitely keeps me busy in the morning, man. Like I said, it, it keeps my, my mind right. I had this conversation with a co-worker just the other day. Um, cause he came by, there was no work. I was sitting there reading and uh, he's like, oh, that's why you're so smart. Cause you're always reading. I said, listen, bro, if I, if I don't read, if I don't ingest something to kind of keep my mind stimulated, I said, it runs off on its own, man. And, and I don't like the person that I become. I said, you know, you start <laughs> looking at things you ain't supposed to look at. You know, you're like, oh, why is this guy doing that? Why that guy doing this? You know, that is start, very true. You know, and then, yeah. and then not only that, like even when you have your spare time at home, right? How many times you sitting there with nothing to do and all of a sudden something just pops in your head? And you're like, yo, this guy said this and this the other day. Like, what he mean by that? And all of a sudden, you know, you start getting hot. You know what I mean? And but sometimes you, you got to just feed something into your mind to keep your mind busy. And that's what I told him. I said, listen, you know, I sit here and I read because if not, I'm watching what you're doing. I'm watching what he's doing. And then it's getting me aggravated. And I start saying stuff. You know, I said, but I sit down and I read. And I told him about, you know, reading every morning with the Bible. And he was like, oh, you know, Mike, he said, I'll be honest with you. He goes, I, I started that too. He goes, about two years ago. He said, because I was very angry and I, I don't like to be angry. You know, so I started going to church and I started reading myself. And it was pretty cool to have that conversation with him, especially being, you know, he's a guy that I wasn't overly friendly with he's one of the newer techs and i i wasn't quite sure how i felt about him so i got to see him in a different light but yeah no but with the with the daily readings man that's that's what helps he i mean the, the workouts help too because you, you get to release that energy like we spoke about earlier with, with you know the extra energy but yeah, it's yeah. really that that reading man that putting new ideas into your mind and kind of getting rid of that old way of thinking what i miss you a lot, <laughs> miss a lot. we kept going so you see what you got you see what you got. We're not even hitting the intro. We're just gonna keep going because I have to get over here by eight thirty. So you're gonna have yeah, to catch yeah. up to what you have. But being okay, out talking, releasing the old energy. Let me read something real quick from this Will Smith book. That's what we were talking about. We were talking about reading. I was talking about the Will Smith book and got into uh, you know, that you read to to get rid of these old ideas. So right. So Will has this thing in this book. He's talking about a Buddhist parable. Check this out. I read this yesterday and I was like, oh, I got I got to read this to the guys. All right. So there's a Buddhist parable that has guided me through many perilous transition. A man is standing on the banks of a treacherous raging river. It's rainy season. If he can't get to the other side, he's done. He quickly builds a raft and uses it to safely cross the river. In joyous relief, he high fives himself lifts the raft and heads towards the forest. But as he attempts to make his way through the dense tree cover, the raft is banging and knocking into trees and becoming entangled in vines, preventing him from moving forward. He only has one chance for survival. He must leave the raft behind. The vessel that saved his life yesterday is the same one that will kill him today if he does not let it go. The raft represents our outmoded ideas and old ways of thinking that no longer serve us. Then says, uh, for example, the same angry, aggressive persona you cultivated as a child to protect yourself from bullies and predators will now destroy every relationship you have if you're unwilling to let it go. Yeah, I read that yesterday. Right like, yeah. and, and then just, you know, funny how we kind of just stumbled upon, you know, the reading to get rid of these uh, old ways of thinking. 
So I felt like it kind of fit, which is good because I wanted to read that to you guys today, but I don't know how I was going to squeeze it in there. That worked out perfect. Look at that. Yeah, everything worked out perfect, yo. Look at that, you see? Everything's fine. Nick, what happened? You just woke up? Yeah, man. I didn't have my phone with me, yo. You logged in two seconds ago. But logged actually, when Juan first logged in, you were there. And then you disappeared. And then Juan was in a casino, which he claimed he wasn't. And uh, and then me and Juan just started rocking. We've been I, I, sit, I hit the record because we started talking about work and stuff. And then we just kind of went on from there. Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys yeah. been off for a minute. You guys only been on like three minutes. Oh, we've been on a half an hour, bro. Yeah, half an you hour. You only recorded bro. three minutes. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, all right. I guess it's just my thing is wrong. But yeah. Maybe recording your three minutes. Yeah, but I... yeah you've been on three <laughs> minutes. And I now probably... you just told on yourself. I, I had a feeling. I, I had a feeling that me and Juan were gonna catch some some fire together. So I said, let me record well, this. There you and go. Look did. at that. You see, yeah, it worked out. It worked out well. Then it worked out well. I mean, you could you could hit the intro now and then just nah, it's good. Get, make it seem nah, like we you just were show. Nah, it's you, all, you know that you came in a half hour late. Yeah, it's good. It's you know, so it's whatever, yo. It's whatever. You get you get you get filled on the four. That's what it is, though. You know, you got to you know, pick up the slack. Next man up, yo. You know what I mean? So, Next man up. That's what it's all about. Next yeah, man up, yo. That's how it is, bro. Yeah. I appreciate it. you guys held it down without me. Yo. I appreciate it because I was in my seventeenth dream. Hold up. <laughs> yeah, yo. Seventeenth dream. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, you know what's funny? I got up like at five in the morning, and I'm like, guys, ah, too early. Let me just lay back down, and go to bed. I never once thought to check if I had my phone, you know. And I guess because when I was with my dad yesterday, and I just left my phone in my jacket, and I just never had it. So yeah. Yeah, I woke up about six today. Yesterday and today, I slept until about six. Man, I was I was telling Juan, I've been tired this week. I think everything is kind of kind of beating me down, and I think I'm gonna have to the- take a rest day, but. Yeah, I think it was all my measuring that I did yesterday with pops, man. Yeah, all them numbers, right? All them yeah, numbers. All, all the measuring got me tired, yo. I just, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get up, man. Couldn't get up. <laughs> we spent about an hour and a half measuring that doorway, yo. Did he write any of them down, though? Or he just kept measuring. About about an hour and forty five minutes in, he started writing numbers down. Yeah. Nah, he, he, said, he said he said he said he wrote them down. I was telling him on the top, you you, you memorizing this? We write. He's like, no, 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 I wrote it. I wrote it down, and he kept measuring. Uh, I guess the length. And I'm like, we don't need to worry about that, Dad. I'm like, that's not going to change. Like, we could only buy a two by four. There's no different dimension for that way you're measuring. We need to measure the width. We need to figure out that. We, I don't know why you keep measuring the length because we, we think, well, I got to make sure. I'm like, Dad, we just we, we don't measure that. There's no difference. We got a two by four. That's our only option. We, we can't. A three by four is too, uh, two by three is too small. And I think the next size is like a three by six or something like that. We can't use those. We could only use a two by four, so we don't need to measure anything that way right now. When we get the, when we measure the, the the width, then we could. And we it's just a matter of putting it where it has to go. But we had to measure. We had to measure it, you know. So. Yeah, now there's there's a method to his madness. He he has a certain way of work. But I'll tell you what, I've worked with him a lot when I when I did the, my house, a lot of stuff in my house, and um, the process is frustrating to go through. But once he once he starts actually doing it. It's uh, yes, it's pretty amazing to to see him work. Yeah, well, that's why I just let him do his thing, yo. Like, yeah, yeah, I, it I does get frustrating can, though, man. I can see this all transpiring in front of me. It's, it's, <laughs> you know what it is? Happening. You know what it is, though. Like, but you know what though? I, I don't even, I don't like, I don't even get mad at him. Like I used to back in the day, I used to be like, Jesus Christ, Daddy. like you know, all like, and get, but now I'm like, you know what? Just, just let him. I just, you got it, pop. All right. You oh, know what it is though, right, because he has, okay, he has, okay. uh. <laughs> 
his, his way of working is, there, you know, what I mean? and, and some of it might be because of work, right? Because we, we got that flat rate mentality, right? It's like we yeah. ain't trying to waste time thinking. We just want to start doing and, and it's, it's going to come eventually, right? I, while we're doing, we'll, we'll realize that we messed something up and backtrack a little bit. That's it. You know, yep. but, but he has that, that carpenter mentality, that measure twice, cut once, you know, or measure 57 times, cut once. Whatever you guys, just make sure you're, you're sure when you cut. But there's no going back in that. You can't back. Ah, right, you know what? Let me take this off to put this back on. It's like, but, but that stuff, once it's on, it's on. Like, you cut wrong. It's like, ah, right, well, now this is garbage. Let's go buy another piece of wood. And and the way wood is nowadays, you want to yeah. make sure that you, you ain't yeah, cutting see, stuff. I, you I, don't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I bought the, the cheapest one I could find. And they were like $9 each. They were $9 each. And that was yeah, the no, cheapest this, one this, I found. This yeah. Is, uh, yeah, wood's expensive right and then now. Yeah, and then, like, this is another. Uh, we, we're going to buy the the, the nails. Not the nails. The, the, the screws. So I'm like, he's like, oh, I got screws. I'm like, dad, just buy whatever we need now. Like, I was even going to buy a saw because I wanted to do it yesterday. But whatever. I I, ain't, I was like, nah, I don't feel like spending $60 for a saw. Hmm. I'm cheap. So <laughs> I wait tomorrow to do the fucking job. <laughs> So we're looking at the screws and shit, right? And he's like, oh, we need three-inch screws. So I grab some screws. I'm like, here you go, Pop. He's like, oh, no, they're not drywall screws. I said, these are, like, for outdoor use, for, like, for decks and patios. Those no, you need, dry- you need drywall screws. I'm like, Dad, like, these are fine. No, you need drywall screws. So you get the drywall screws. I'm like, the difference between the ones you have and the ones I have is that if I use those drywall screws on something I build outside, it's going to rust. If I use these, it don't. He goes, yeah, but these are the ones you need. Or it's-. I'm like, Dad, they're the same screw. One is coated, brought- one is not. The, the the outdoor ones are more money. Who cares? I'm not paying for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not paying for it, but I'm not paying for it. All right, all right. I mean, and then, uh, the, that, that was that was a whole other thing. I'm like, Dad, I'll just take the outdoor ones because if I, if I decide to do something outside, we build a deck or whatever, I could use these screws. They're multi-purpose screws, okay? But yeah. he was like, Oh, you need to draw. Like Jesus Christ, get the fucking drywall. Get the drywall screws. So. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, is this your money, Dad? Is this your money? He's like, I'm, but it's, it's, I'm like, just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Like, it was a good time, though. We had a good time. We had some yeah. pizza. Yeah, I've had too much pizza this weekend, man. Uh, that's no such thing as too much pizza, bro. Mm-hmm. When you're lactose intolerant, it is, bro. Like, I had people over my house yesterday. I kept disappearing. I had to explain to my wife at the end. Well, I didn't have to explain because after everybody left, I just let it rip. And my wife and kids were like, <laughs> oh my God, what is that? I said, I've been doing it all night. I said, that's why I kept disappearing. I was said, it worse than Christmas? Much cheese, man. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. You ever bro. tried those? Bro, um, I had, those I had pizza. Yeah, but I just try to stay away from, from dairy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, me too. I, I don't, I, I'm the same thing. I was just asking. Cause yeah, no, nah, they, like they work. They do? They work. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my co-worker, he's uh, lactose intolerant. And uh, he, he takes one every time we go for lunch together. And they work. Yeah, he, he swears by them. Um, yeah, the funniest thing you, you got to see sometimes, like we go out to eat, right? I remember, like, and we were kids, right? Even though I'll be honest with you, I never took mine out and actually used it, right? But but kids, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though, right? Like in the '90s, right? Like the late '90s when we were like in high school, and right? we all swore, like, you know, we were gonna get some or whatever. We everybody had that that protection in the wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you said we just always had it. So whenever we yeah, go for the case. He takes out his wallet. He's like, oh, I got to see if I got protection. And then and he pulls it out. He goes, yeah, we good, Mike. He got his lactate pill. I'm like, really? You had to do it like that, bro? You had to do it like that? You think it'll seem real weak right now? <laughs> yeah. But no, they work. They work. You know what it is? I had, I had pizza Friday, right? Because Friday, you know, no meat. Fasting from meat because of Lent. Um, we had family over, so we had pizza Friday. And then I was at the church yesterday, so they did a lunch. 
uh, for the kids and for the parents that were in attendance. Easiest thing to feed for lunch when it's a lot of people is pizza. So I had pizza Friday night. I had pizza Sunday, Saturday afternoon. And then for dinner last night, we had some chicken parm. And my mother-in-law made some some baked ziti, which was delicious. Um, so basically every meal I had from Friday till last night had tons of cheese in it. And uh, I think by last night, my stomach was like, yo, we done. And I you just, overdid it, son. Yo, I tell you, <laughs> all night, all night, I was letting it rip, man. I kept disappearing, going off to other rooms. And then today we got a party. I think they're getting pizza again. I'm just gonna abstain and just eat when I get home. I'm not. I'm not doing it because we're gonna be out. So there's not gonna be like another room for me to. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm yeah. just gonna have <laughs> none for me. I'm okay. I uh, I'll just wait until I get home to eat. So there, there was two things I wanted to talk about today. I didn't know how I was gonna fit them in, but being like I don't know what the hell happened this morning, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go out and sell them. The, the first thing was, <laughs> I don't know if I really wanted to be in the podcast. I just wanted to tell you guys, but I'm gonna put it in the podcast because you know whatever. This is gonna probably be my only few minutes in the podcast. All right. I think I talked to Mikey about this, yo. I I had like a a moment of clarity the other day, right? I was on the phone with Mikey, right, and I go into my fridge, and um. And, and this is a real, this is like a real stereotypical man thing to say right now, okay? But I realized that my wife loved me when I opened my freezer and I saw that she had bought me these ice cream bars. They're Oreo cookies, like regular, well, like knockoff Oreos. They're not the Oreo brand. These little cookies of Oreos, but instead of having the or the cream in the middle, they had mint ice cream in the middle. Damn. So it comes in a pack of 12, which is like, for me, that's like one sitting. One sitting, yes, yeah. yes, yes. But I, I've been trying to maintain. But when I, I was sitting there and I'm eating it, and I was, you know, I, obviously I was stoned. So I'm sitting there, I'm eating it. And I'm like, yo, my wife does love me, yo. Because, like, she got me these little Oreo mint ice cream sandwiches that are so delicious that I never asked for. So, like, she had to walk by them and be like, oh, you know what? Nick would like these. And she bought them. And it was at that moment that I realized, like, that was the first time in my 20-something years that I built my wife that I realized, like, yo, she really loves me, yo. Like, because <laughs> she got you Because so she got me mint ice cream Oreo cookie sandwiches. <laughs> yo, it was such, like, it was such an eye-opening thing that I even called her. And I'm like, yo, you know what? Like, anytime I doubted that you didn't care about me, like, I I'm sorry. I'm I realized now that you do. Like, she was like, what? And I told her, she was like, you got that from a cookie? <laughs> She's like, all the shit I've done for you over the years. And a cookie made you realize that I love you? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, maybe, it's, maybe it's because now my, I see things differently. But I don't know. Maybe because I was, like, really overly stoned. But I sat there and I was like, yo, this is so good. This is so, it was like, because there's mint ice cream inside of an Oreo. Like, you stick up, imagine how that would taste. Mint flavored ice cream in between two Oreo cookies, because that's exactly what it is. It's delicious. It tastes like love, apparently, is what it tastes uh, yes, like. Yes, yes. And it, they were so good that it made me realize, like, yo, wow, she really loves me, yo. Mind you, let's keep in mind that, like, when we were younger and we were dating, there was, there was a, I got into a big fight and she was fighting with me back to back, trying to yeah. defend me. And that yeah. didn't make me realize that she loved no. me. It was the ice no. cream in the fridge. No, the ice cream did it. That I did not ask for. Is what did it. 
It's what did it. I remember I, I was talking to Mikey. I was like, yo, I was on the phone with Mikey, I think, where they actually hit yeah. me. I was like, yo, you're right. She does love me. <laughs> That's what's nice now, about she, doing. Does she, does she listen to the show? Probably not. Probably not. My wife don't either. Does your wife does does your wife listen to it? One? No, I don't think so. No, mine doesn't either. But that that's why I like doing this gratitude journal, man. Because as I'm doing them, like it helps you see things in a different light. You know what I mean? And that's why I used to tell Nick all the time when he would he would say stuff about like his wife hating him. I'm like, bro, did you pay attention to what she does? Like you could tell these little things she's doing that she still loves you. Like she don't hate you. You know what I mean? It's like. Because it, it be and, feeling like that, yo. It be feeling like that. Like, everything you do is wrong, yo. Like, you can't do nothing right. Nah, like, you, you sweep, mean. you didn't sweep good enough. You mop, you didn't mop, mop good enough. You know what I mean? You make uh, white rice and, and black beans, and she wanted it together with white rice and black. You know what I mean? Like, it's never, nothing's ever right. Yeah, but you know what it is, though? Like, um, and you got like, it. Like, the Four Agreements teaches you this in the book. Um, and it's, it's something that kind of came to a re- realization last night to me. A little bit. It's a very good book. And I won't go into the, the details on, on why I realized it. But a lot of times when people have that where nothing's good enough for them that you do is because it's, it's their feelings. Right. And that's what it says in the four agreements. It says a lot of times the way people treat you, the things people say to you is a direct deflection of how they feel about themselves. And that's why they put it onto you. It's not really so much that what you did isn't good enough is that they feel with they're doing isn't good enough. So if what they're doing isn't good enough, then what you're doing isn't good enough. Yeah, I mean, that makes you sense. Know, so we, we always say it too, because we worked with a guy that was very shady and he decided, and he put cameras all over the building to watch everybody yeah. else. Cause, so that same idea, you know what I mean? Like, because you know, you're doing some, some, some shady. You, you assume yep. that everybody else is doing something shady. Yeah, so, I mean, Man. so that's what it is. It's not really so much that she, you know, that you ain't good enough. It's just that in her mind, everything she does isn't good enough. Oh, I, I can so, see that. In she turn, the whole house and she'd be like, it looks like shit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. this thing is shining, it's sparkling. Yeah, like, so, a, like a, so in like turn, she, you know, she pushes her feelings of in, inadequacy onto you. Oof, but she does I love you. Listen to this. You know? <laughs> then I hope you don't listen to it. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, I'll, I'll take the heat. I'll take the heat. I don't mind. I've gotten to Oof. a point in my life, man, where it's like, heat, nah, nah. I'm, I, I am. You don't want that heat. You don't want that heat, man. You don't want that smoke. No, nah, see, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a very it's a whole different flavor of smoke. I, I don't know, you know, how to explain it, but I'm, I'm at a point in my life where it's just like, you know what, like, I'm cool. Like, I, I, I am confident in, in my ability to read things and my ability to explain things that I got no problem. Matter of fact, we had a meeting, right, the other day at work one, and I single-handedly called somebody out on more than one occasion, and it didn't bother me at all. Like, not even a little bit. Like, everybody kind of, like, their eyes, they, they, they open up wide. Like, people were talking about me the entire day. Um, but I'm cool with it because, you know what, what I say, I say it from the heart and I say it with such conviction because I know what I feel and what I'm saying, to me, is 100% right. Now, if you want to sit here and have a discussion on where I might be wrong, let's sit down let's discuss it. And if by the end of the discussion you prove me wrong, I'm mad enough to be like, you know what, I apologize. I made that statement wrongly and I shouldn't have. But when I say something, I say that shit with conviction that I'll back it up. What was it? The people want to know. What did you say? Uh, ah, yeah, take it we, into all that. Yeah, we we'll get, we'll get into it. Yeah, it was ah, just, you know, people that's doing... That's like an Oreo cookie with no mint filling. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> nah, not, you know, without going into detail, I basically call somebody out on their bullshit. 
and pretty yeah. much told them like, yo, like we all know this is bullshit. Cut the bullshit. Be real. You know, because you know a lot of times people want to tiptoe. You know, especially like when it comes to stuff with with like a like a corporation or with a group of people, right? They always want to talk about, oh, uh, you know, we or you guys. But the reality is like, no, nah, it's that guy and him. <laughs> it's not we and you guys. It's that guy and him or those two guys. You know what I mean? So yeah, because they don't want for the exact opposite of like you. They don't want to step on nobody's toes and make anybody feel out of. It's like, nah, put them in this spot, yo. Tell them, tell them what they do, yo. All day long. Like I said, you want to sit down, you want to discuss it. Let's discuss it. You think I'm wrong? All right, tell me where I'm wrong. And uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not always right. I feel like I might be, but I'm not always right. I could be wrong sometimes. You heard about Brittany Griner? Yes. This morning. Yeah. Brittany Griner. Wow. He's stuck in Russia. They they caught, they found her in hash. Yeah. Hash, hash oil. Her, trying to leave, and she she plays where she the WNBA is done here. She's normally over. She goes to Russia and plays the season. Rock. All the women do that because they don't make the same money like in the NBA, so they gotta play overseas. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was overseas playing for Russia, and she tried to slide out with some uh, hash oils, and they was like, Mm-mm. no, no, no. Stupid. 10 years, they talking about 10 years is what I read. What? Wow. Yeah. Yo, they don't play around with drugs in other countries. I'm trying to tell you. What? I remember when Yo. I was going back and forth out to, um, to Iraq with the, that civilian job. Um, one of the, one of the guys, one of my coworkers. So we used to have with the, like a sick call there. We used to have like an infirmary type of setup there. So if you needed to get like some Tylenol or something like that, they would give it to you in a little Ziploc bag. And it it would have all of the markings like where you would have to write the name and all of that, but they would never fill that in. So allegedly he got the idea of trying to bring back some cocaine in one of those bags. Right? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so he Guess got, it didn't he work got, out. He got long. caught. He got caught in Dubai and um they they don't play those drug games. Yeah. Like they they don't play those games. And they don't even there's not like prisoner rights and all of that in some of them countries. Like you get like one meal a day. Oh yeah, no, people would like that. Like, like they Especially if you're from America and you go elsewhere, you swear like you like you oh no, it's my right. Motherfucker, no, it's not. Maybe in America. No, it's not. I don't yeah, know, you know that movie, uh, Broken Palace. It was the old movie from the '90s. It's about these two girls that went over to like Thailand, and um, they were on vacation. They hooked up with some dude, and uh, some dude stashed some stuff in their uh, in their luggage to try to smuggle it to the states, and they got caught. And it, it's a true story. Those girls did like 12 years in a Thailand princess, and that's what it, pr- prince, princess Thailand prison. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the story, the whole movie is about what they go through, the way they get treated, how they get, you know. The, and mind you, the one girl, her dad was like a big time lawyer in the United States, so the whole time he was trying to get her out, but they was like, "Dad, they broke the law here. That's it." Yeah. They, they had him in hole, like this, like little hole, and they were torturing him and all kinds of fucked up shit, man. Yeah, check it out. It's called Broken Power. It's a very sad movie, and it's scary to think about that, especially for me because like. My, my my wife and daughter love to travel. I mean, luckily they don't do shit like that. But it's just a scary thought that that not even with that, just anything in general. Like the laws in the rest of the world are different. You know, yeah. so laws are different everywhere. Like we can't just assume like it's like I got I want my one call, phone call. It's like phone call, my man. You're not gonna see light. What you talking about? You want a phone call? You about to put you in this hole in the floor? I remember I remember that in Iraq, uh, Iraq International Airport. We had some dude. The guy got fired or whatever, so he was on his way back. 
So what happened with that guy with the cocaine? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, he he's in jail. <laughs> Damn, that was he's he's in jail. shit. <laughs> no, he's, he's I don't mean to laugh, but it's just the way you say that shit. You're like, I'm not, he's oh, done, no, he's, he's done. He's done. Well, I said that shit like he, he I didn't even have to touch what happened. Tell what happened. They sent his shit home. They sent his shit home. They sent his family a letter saying that um that he's been detained in Dubai and he that they need to seek uh, legal <clears throat> counsel for him. And they wash their hands of it. That's it. Stupid. <clears throat> Stupid. Imagine that. Yo, it, do, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, trust me, I wanted to do the same. Like, these cats used to go out to Amsterdam, come back with flour into Iraq, and they'd be sitting there burning. I'm like, yo, you what? Where'd you get this from? Oh, Amsterdam, how'd you get it here in my pocket? Meanwhile, when it's I was prison in wallet. Dubai, Meanwhile, when I went through Dubai, they they went through my whole bag, and then they took me into a room, and I had stripped down to my underwears, and they searched. So, and when they searched, they searched like they they take the pockets out, like you got socks rolled up. They unroll the socks. They were looking in the video game cases because at the time I had the um the, what was that PlayStation thing? Uh, the uh, PSP. Um, yeah. Yeah, the PSP. They looked through every one of those hey. cartridges things to make sure you know it was empty or it was a game and like they checked the corners of the bag all the way down i'm sitting there like wow this that's serious man doing anything like that in another country just stupid but they have these this false this false confidence that oh, i'm american you can't touch me and that's what that yeah. guy was doing he was, that's he exactly was cursing out is, cursing out a, a customs what Iraqi. nationality was the guy yo we want to play that game <laughs> <laughs> he tried. He tried to see how many more what people he could crazy. piss off in the half hour he was saying, on this show. I'm just saying because you know, I guess we don't, we don't have it, but we we I'm, I'm just I don't want I just don't want to assume because right away when I think of that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, I, you know, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. He, he wasn't. He wasn't Spanish. He wasn't African. All he right. wasn't of Asian descent. Poor maid. I'll this, stop this, right there. Let's wrap it up here. I know, um, you know, yeah, you I got go. stuff going on. For me, it's only been about 20 minutes. But, you know, like I say every week, you know, the most valuable thing you give anybody your time. And uh, we thank everybody that gave their time to listen to us because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with us. So, remember, don't do drugs in other countries. If you do, don't bring them home. And uh, till next time, stay up, stay blessed. Peace. Peace.